0: All right, well, welcome, dear listeners, to another fantastic episode of Adventures, Vault, of Mountain Tale. Now, I am have a slight concern that for some of you listening, we may not be your favorite podcast, and ultimately, that is forgivable. But I do want you to know that if our podcast was to fist fight your pod favorite podcast, we would sorely beat them badly, like. We know to throw hands like we would we would toss an ass whooping. I I, I mean, I'm not I'm not glorifying violence. I, I just am. feel it needs to be said. You know,
1: it makes me happy that you believe that, too. I do. I do. Because <laughs> I know this.
0: I know in my heart of hearts <laughs> in my heart of hearts. Line them up. I don't
1: care how many like, they
0: got. I don't care if crook Roll has 16 people at the table.
1: It's fine. Like, let's <laughs> let's go. I'm gonna feel bad about you know hurting the ladies and whatnot, but it, I'll get over. I it. I'll
2: take them. No, yeah, I was <laughs> gonna say me. We we've, we've got them. I I got mean, got Ashley
3: it. get a knife? Because then our chances. <laughs> <start> <laughs> I no, no,
0: I was. I've been thinking about this all week, um, <laughs> oh and I know, God. I know. When the magical whiskey's flowing, Ashley will fight anyone. She does not give two fucks. I'm pretty sure Jake has killed a man. We don't talk about it. Um, Adam has beaten, it
2: Just talking Adam, about
0: it. Adam has beaten people professionally for a living. <laughs> I don't know Tara super well, but I feel you're a panic stabber.
4: I mean, <laughs> and, it could be. and that is
0: super dangerous. <laughs> I, I think she's the more you think she's out of the way, and then she just starts hitting people just, in the
3: group of the mean, car. just
4: screaming. I got a farm, so like.
0: Just screaming you know. and like prison, tally, like a fucking sewing needle.
1: Just, oh, she can sew. Just, just,
0: just blacks out, screeching. <laughs> crochet needle to the chest 55 times. Uh, in Worst God. case, I know I can pin a guy till Jake's done.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and,
0: and he will proceed to crack ribs with stomps.
2: I think it's important to note that, like, I, I know that I, I'm i a very scrappy like fighter like i don't care I'll, I'll i'll pull out all the stops if i see a rock i'll use it i will absolutely but i want i think i i tara and you can tell me if i'm wrong but i feel like you're also like the same like farm farm girl scrappy i'd have to be i grew yeah. up with two brothers Thank and they you. were
4: both bigger than me like i had to be you learn how to be- <laughs> <laughs> you learn how to beat their ass <laughs> it's important <laughs>
0: I'm just saying. Now, obviously, I would fight the GM. As is is custom, I assume. He mentions Critical Role, and then
3: he picks out the weakest-looking person on the podcast, (laughs) who seems like they'd be like, I'm a pacifist.
2: He also, mind you, he also just said, at worst, I could at least pin him down. I
0: mean, I'm pretty sure I could punch a guy until he passes out. But, like, I need to win in about 30 seconds because I'm in horrible shape. (laughs) But like, bet I could just grab a guy, put him in a, a an arm bar, and we just sit there and wait. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, jujitsu—the whole point is you make them feel your weight without expending I, any of your energy. I, if I lay on a dude, he will perish. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm a big guy. That's fucking beautiful. His poetry. <laughs> he will perish. Now I, now, I say that to say this. Uh, apparently, we have to do this next week. Are you... Go- no, sorry.
2: Yes. Okay.
0: Oh, my God.
2: Oh, that's good, though. I have a lot of unbridled rage that I need to get out.
0: Yeah. I've gotten
3: old. I threw out my, oh my shoulder playing, playing Nintendo Sports with my daughter. I work in a chiropractic
2: <laughs> office. We can just get you adjusted. You're fine.
0: There we go. I'm not saying I, I've set up like the movie... Um, kickboxer. I got you. Yeah, like where it's the five <laughs> Americans versus the five like Koreans. Great movie. Great movie. You should watch it along with Aliens. I can't believe you haven't seen Aliens.
4: You haven't <sighs> seen t- Aliens? I've seen Alien. There's
0: a bunch of classic movies I haven't
3: seen. I'm slowly working back through. I just got done watching Alien, so now I'm going to watch Aliens.
2: Isn't but... Alien like the first one in the Alien versus Predator? No, no. Alien
0: is the 1970, I believe 79 Sigourney Weaver one. You just made a lot of people really angry. <laughs> Good. Good. Because <laughs> they, they can come fight me. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure Alien was 79. Might have been 80, I don't know. But Aliens is the sequel directed by James Cameron. So they take the horror element and they get rid of it and made it one of the best action movies of the
2: 1980s. I fuck with James Cameron. Like, honestly, all of his movies are, are gold. Like, what the fuck is that?
0: Aliens is the pinnacle movie.
2: Speaking of that, how's Nick?
0: Uh, I have talked to Nick. He is good. Uh, Nick is hoping to maybe return sometime in September. We'll see. Um, so to him and Tara have to like, fight. I w- uh, we'll, fight we'll, we'll talk to about death. it then. No. Like, <laughs> saying he might be back is, is one thing. We would obviously love Nick to come back. Um, if we have to expand, I got one more mic. Hey. We, we, hey. We'll figure out that when it comes to it. Oh. I, that will segue into, I think there's about 30 sessions left.
2: Oh my gosh!
0: We are on the we are on the march to the end. Thirty episodes or thirty sessions? Thirty episode, uh, thirty episodes. But we're we're on the march to the end. You guys, the campaign will end with you guys at level fourteen. So done by twenty twenty two. Got it. I, we might be done this year, depending on scheduling.
2: That's so crazy that we're already that close. I feel like we've, I feel like we barely began.
0: We've come a long way. You guys started at level three, um, so. You know, the the march, the the road to the end is here. Um, which means you guys are ready for the crazy shit. Oh God. Last last time was it crazy? I felt that was pretty crazy. I I'm <laughs> trying to, to keep finding bigger sharks to jump. So hopefully we find that. Um speaking of jumping the shark, let's jump right into the episode. Now, one thing I forgot to mention last episode. You're level 10. Ba-ba-ba-ba. Yay. <laughs> Thank you for that overwhelming wave of excitement. <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. He powered up. <sighs> Jake's like, I'm done. That's it. I'm spent. Let's talk about some upgrades.
3: Oh, 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 I start with my first. I want to go last. That's fair.
0: Ashley.
2: <laughs> I don't think I should go first either.
3: Well, think, let's I, get it over I, I think
0: you should definitely go first.
2: Okay. Um, well, one moment though, but Now,
0: you you kept uh, down the rogue track, of course.
2: I did. I did. I like a rogue. I think that they're more... I think... I like that they're so flexible.
0: They're your, they're your play
2: style? Um, they, they are. They're very much so me. Cowardice. Uh, no, just... um more willing to get the job done.
0: <laughs> I, I I enjoy playing rogues, too. I, I do. They're not my favorite class, but every time I have played a rogue, I've enjoyed it, except for one noticeable time. I'm...
2: I'm <laughs> so,
3: <laughs> not
0: even the time you're thinking of.
3: Uh, I'm, I'm actually playing a rogue in another game, so...
2: I did pick up a couple of cool things. So, um, one of those is that you'll likely see me play a lot because just that's what we end up doing. We end up in a lot of melee is um, going to be opportune backstab. So essentially, if I'm in melee mode and another character is also in melee and my my ally goes to strike, after they have struck, I have an opportunity to attack as well.
0: They have to hit, right?
2: Yes. Yes. Yeah, they have to hit. Um, but as long as they hit, then I can go in and add extra damage to as,
0: that. As a, as a reaction, get a free attack. I think that's baller. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, Does right? she yeah. also get sneak attack? Uh, if, if they're flat footed. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um. Like, it's not like Fifth Ed where you only get one sneak attack around. Pathfinder's like, if they're flat footed, get a kidney. Nice. <laughs> as, as many <laughs> times as you can. I mean, that, that can be, and that's a
3: full attack bonus. So that's pretty, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, you're welcome.
2: Um, (laughs) And then I also got a, it's not pulling up for some reason for me right now, um, but I did get another feat called Foil Senses. So what that basically means is I'm adept at foiling other creatures' special uh, senses and cautious enough to safeguard against them at all times. So anytime I'm using an avoid, notice, hide, or sneak action, I'm always considered to be taking precautions against these special senses.
3: So if so they've got something like scent or something yeah. that would that would otherwise be like, oh, yeah. you we're sneaking, but they have a sensibility,
0: ability, you've taken care of that, basically.
2: Yeah, yeah, basically, I'm completely masked. That's pretty awesome. It's almost um, impossible.
0: Sprinkles a little cinnamon in the air, hard to <laughs> hard to track.
2: That's.
0: I, fair. I think it's cool. I think it's cool shit, and I am excited to see you in combat and possibly kill your character, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a pleasant? Yeah. Um.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> podcast. Here we go. Okay. Uh, level 10. Level 10. I have a... Sigorum actually has a new spell. It is a reactionary spell. I will not tell you what it is. You'll have to find out. That's fair spell. spells. you have to but... spot it. Um, I will tell you something, Juicy. Power attack. Mm. Oh, yeah. Damage dice. I'm gonna make it rain.
0: At, at, at your level, an extra two damage dice. Yes. <laughs> I will have to, uh, choose my
1: window of opportunity correctly... But I think it's gonna pay off. I I
0: feel that it's bad for fighters who hit more often, but I feel that for a class that has like one good attack, I think power attack slots in excellent there. I think it's a good choice for your character. Yes. Now there'll be people who disagree with me, and that's fine. We all build characters differently. But like uh, a fighter with like the highest attack, B A B and all that mess can hit more often.
1: I'm not saying I've Made optimal choices by any means Most of my spells are for narrative play And my melee Will never surpass a Champion or a fighter for yeah. that matter But it's I don't know
0: you've consistently it's a thing. Beat a champion in this podcast
3: <laughs> In all fairness though well,
0: When a monkey's driving the car
2: <laughs>
3: God damn
1: Talking about you Nick
3: Love Hey Nick. buddy <laughs>
1: Yeah, so those are the uh, two biggest defining
4: features, Tara. Okay.
0: Your first level up.
4: My first level up. Are you up. excited? It's super excited, I guess. We're, I mean, <laughs> I <laughs> guess, moving on, right? <laughs> I guess. So Lottie is just going to continue down the path of the cute little helper helper that she's been the whole time. Um, so she has uh, picked up the ability to reach her spells, uh, which will come in handy so that she doesn't get. You know, in melee range quite as often because that was always <laughs> that, not great. Uh, that's cute.
0: You think that's a choice you I have? I mean, you know. <laughs> Fuck off, <all>, bro.
4: <laughs> Cute's the defining feature, right? No.
1: <laughs> Fair. Uh,
4: and uh, we'll say she she learned, she got a leaf out of Will's book. Um, she's gonna pick up the mantle and she has decided to become, uh, she's picked up natural medicine, which will allow her to you know, use some of her nature skills to kind of help out with medicine checks and and the like. So.
0: Shame it uh, didn't help.
4: Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> She's just a little too late. It's fine. <laughs> Speaking of Maybe news, she'll finally make that salve for next. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. Whenever the DM's like, I want to make him 1v1 the bad guy. It didn't work out for him. I mean, you got railroaded. I'll cop to that. But I liked it. In all fairness. It was... It was Brad didn't do anything that he doesn't know that I'm
0: not okay with with my character. So That's not what you said afterwards when you fist fought me in the parking lot. <laughs> That's cute <laughs> that you call it a fight. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I swung back a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I remember that. I thought you were just flailing as you fell. I don't <laughs> know. I, I blacked out pretty quick. <laughs> Speaking of, officers, come in. <laughs> It's on Mike's ship. Got him. Plop, 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 plop. I ain't going back. Um, all right. <laughs> Let's talk about next. Uh,
3: yeah, so I will be uh, playing next, uh, unsurprisingly, now that Will has died. 10th <laughs> uh, uh, level, uh, combat reflexes. I get an extra AOO just for stabbing people. So you were so sad that Will never got to. Then I've just built for it. And now you want to do it twice as often. Here's the thing Will was like a level away from being able to do it. Hey, shit in the works. He was gonna have that ten foot reach, so it was just gonna be I was gonna eat you up with it. Uh, but yeah, so we can he can technically attack bar between twice in a round. Um, and then I got the the skill quick repair because after
0: the uh, shield snafu, it seemed like like a good idea. We and we looked at the rules on that too, <laughs> just for a quick discussion. And it doesn't really say anything about like needing some sort of like feet, like special feet to repair magical stuff. You just have to follow the rules where you roll. Yeah, as long as you're trained in crafting, you can do it. So, so yeah, we we set the DC, um, because it's based off what the item level or something. I'm trying to remember. I I gave you the number. I hope you remember it. I'll look it up in the chat. <laughs> look up the, I want to say it was pretty low, like a 17 or 27. I think 17 is exactly yeah. the number you said. It's something to do with like the item level plus blah blah. 10 you know. plus the item level, you yeah. think, which is a lot of how low the DCs work. Like. I what I think is though, like you can't feat to do like. A crap ton, like like you can with healing, like medicine checks. I don't think you can feat to do a lot of like repair.
3: Yeah, you the, the amount you can repair. I don't think you can like do that much more. There might be like and, one feat, but it's not as broken as it is with healing.
0: And and but like you're at town now, so we're just gonna hand wave it because you know you could get your shit repaired. Yeah, um, but while well, in the field because of that uh, that shield's properties, it's good to know. Well, you guys have have earned level ten, especially you, Adam. <laughs> So we'll we'll be excited to see how that works. But the camera pans to the gates of Callstown. Where is this tradition? It's an overcast day. Jake, what what's the shape of the pyre that Will Seacher's body's on? How far into this are we? At this point the pyre is down to embers and ash. Um
1: the people that did show up for Will are starting to fade in numbers. But Siggorm sits. He's waiting. This time it's real. Thinking back on the uh, the memories, the battles, the uh, characters that we thought we were when we arrived versus what we've turned out to be. Somebody can be around Siggorm in this in this time. Uh, or he can just be talking to himself, I'm gonna say a little something.
0: For sure.
5: What does it mean to be cursed? To be stuck? To know that certain choices cannot be made? Maybe it is knowing the choices you do make must be paid in loss. Every symbol of progression marked by the bodies of the coast. Rest easy, Will.
1: And with that, Sigorm takes some of the ash into his hand. And he, uh, decorates himself in a tribal manner with these ashes and embers. A war paint, if you will. sigorm's fight isn't over.
0: Crocom is standing with you because he considers you a friend and respected will as a warrior and he bags up some of those ashes in a leather pouch and hands them to you and sifting through the ashes he finds a small piece of bone left and he takes it it's good to have a piece of a strong warrior with you may i see him soon and croakum heads back through the gates who would be standing with you guys
2: I mean, I would dare to say that Tame and Lottie, and yeah. Lottie would be there too, just because support. But yeah. um, I would think like Gertie, the council would stand there. You know, uh, Gertie, Adriana. I don't necessarily think Billsby would make would be there for this point, but I would like to think he would have made an appearance.
0: Is he back in town? Uh, Billsby is back in town. Currently, he's not standing here with you guys. You it, never have quite figured out where he went. You haven't seen him in a while. But Gertie, you know, is there. Um, and if Gertie's there, Druin is there. That's just kind of how it works, I've heard, with married people. <laughs> but,
1: if he's not there, I imagine Sigorum will pay some sort of res- respect to Amaster
0: is not there. You have a feeling you know where he probably is Right Um, You know Old Tart Is there Um, He pays his respects but you know He wasn't long enough to to Pay his respects And to respect the council Gertie sings A song in Elvish And it's like her voice is, is gorgeous And beautiful and it's mournful And heartbreaking But if nobody speaks Elvish, she doesn't translate. She doesn't have the heart. But you could tell that it's a song she's sung before. And she kind of like places her hand on your shoulder and, and pats it. I hope you get farther than I did in this moment. And walks off. I dare say one by one, everyone leaves. To let Sigorm have his time Which at that point Is when Bealsby shows up Landing next to you And taking something out of his leather worker's pouch He puts it into the ashes And sigorm you've got enough time to see It's a small metal figurine of will Like a chess piece? Yeah, like a chess piece I am sorry for your loss, my friend Why the piece? I liked him. He was fun. I had hopes for your crew. He was uh, kind of a, a distant cousin, if you will, for a moment. <laughs> I did like him better when he was uh, had some devil blood flowing through
5: him. He was fun, but trouble.
0: <laughs> I imagine that is why I liked him. Best of all. I do not wish to be cruel, Sagoram But you stand at a precipice Where others Through those gates Have abandoned Their hope of leaving What is What is your goals now Here When all of your original friends are gone
5: I need to free the souls Of the crusade If I can even Manage that Survive it. That's another thing.
0: Would you, in this moment, knowing the odds are still stacked against you, would you stand against Divistan? Would you still endeavor to break this mountain?
5: This mountain seems broken already.
0: Yes, Akoram, it is breaking. But when it goes, and he points to the town, it will take these souls with it. The only chance they have is to free everyone. So I ask you, would you stand against Divistan, even alone now in this moment? Yes. I have a proposal. Gather allies and let us meet tomorrow. And if you are willing and ready to bear the cost, we shall go to war. I told you I would find you when I think you are ready. And here you stand unbroken. I think you are ready. To war, then. He nods and walks away.
1: Sigourm so goes to the church, or the temple of Amister and sits, waits.
0: As you're approaching, it seems relatively unchanged. But as you open a door, a piece of the molding above it falls off. And it just looks a little less shiny than it always has. And as you enter in, you see the man in black in the front pew sitting, with his hands in his lap folded. I will join him. Hello, Sigourm. I'm sorry. I can't help but feel I'm a pretty shit god. Gotta be honest. I can't seem to protect any of my true believers
5: I shouldn't let him go
0: and no point should a god enter ever interfere with free will I don't remember much of who I was before I died but I feel that but I also feel that like unlike most gods the death of one of my followers does not sit right with me even now I feel it start to what will happen to you? I think in time I'll fade. There's... Unless a, some sort of suitable champion that could be a vessel appears. But I think I'll just kind of fade out.
5: If you're not here the next time. If this temple isn't here when I return. Thank you for what you did. And please, rest.
0: He loved you. You were a brother to him. Know that. He was scared to lose you. And I can think of no better compliment, Sigorm.
5: I was scared to lose him, and now I am terrified.
0: Keep up the fight. Take his shield. He'd want that. Right. And he stands up and offers you his hand. Sigorm accepts. Good luck, Sigorum Appleshield. Same to you, almost there. What are the rest of you up to?
4: <laughs> well, I think Lottie would have stayed at the funeral pyre, along with Cody, um, for probably as long as as long as seemed appropriate. So probably as long as, you know, when everybody else started leaving that that would have been about the time that she did. Um but she probably would have stayed quiet. Um, it's not her time to shine and as as much as she liked Will in the short time that she knew him she didn't really know him that well
0: wasn't close yeah Yeah.
4: um so I think she would have stayed and then probably just kind of meandered off um maybe stayed close to the others depending on their plan
0: you do see that some people have headed to the bar where some respectful drinks are being had Maybe not quite awake, but, you know. <laughs> what What do you do in a scenario like this? In a yeah. place like Callstown? It's true. You drink.
2: <laughs> Tame would have started to leave the funeral pyre around the same time, whenever everybody else is leaving. Um, and she would have followed them 110% to the bar because, while she does not know this person that well, mm-hmm. um, at least a drink for him seems honorable enough to have you know, or enough for her to feel like she can honor him through that. You know, like, it's a comrade's.
0: How how do you think the town felt about Will, Adam?
3: I mean, he was part of the party that, like, was doing good things for the town, and I think he had done a lot of positive things, but he also was, like, low-key trying to get everybody addicted to drugs, and and (laughs) had a part in, like, the (laughs) town almost dying, even if he then saved it, so, like, I think it's generally positive, but it's a little bit one of those,
0: like, nobody was ever real sure what to think of him. Yeah, I've always enjoyed the the, the Chinese concept of a hero. And a hero in Chinese concept is from, like, the ancient tales or, like, the romance era is not necessarily a good person. It is a powerful person that stories are told about. And I, I love that concept, and especially for Will, because he wasn't all good, wasn't all bad. Um but he was a a person of notice and of stories and his passing, I think would set a somber tone in town Um, because good or bad. He was fighting the mountain. Well, and I think that we never necessarily
3: specifically said it, but there were times in the town where like everybody's drinking the tavern and we're telling tales of our exploits and everything. And he did flirt with death a lot. And like, he would come close to dying or maybe even die and then come back. Yeah. So his finality of dying was is I do think would be extra sombering of like, here's a guy who was always able to skirt it and
0: then yeah. that that look. Just always like, yeah, I mean I almost bought it there. Almost. Wink. But it catches up. Particularly for GM's a giant asshole. <laughs> Get a good story. It played out. I, I just I love that that we that has been in place since before we started recording. Like, I went back and listened to episode one. <laughs> <laughs> Did you catch it? I got it. It was pretty great.
3: No, I I, I liked his story. I liked how it played out. Um, it sucks he died, but at the same time, it has a certain rightness to it with how everything worked. Because at the same time, Salibank died. So,
0: Here, here's what I love about the story. Will really hasn't left any unfinished business. You could make an argument that, like, his family is kind of in the wind, but, you know, Salabank is handled. For good. You know, Drutny is handled. The red, the red, uh, the Scarlet. You know, these are things that are probably not going to pop up again. I always think of it as from the moment... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Uh,
3: <laughs> is from the moment that, like, his grandfather did the deal to save him on the battlefield, like, Will's never really lived. Yeah. And he's consistently skirted death since then, and the times where it seemed like he was the safest, he was living the least.
0: Yeah.
3: So there was a certain poeticness to that when he finally did get completely clean, you know, rid of the devil's blood, truly good and trying to be repentant. There was, there was one last demon to fight. Well, and then, as you said, once it was taken care of, he died, and there was a certain like I said, completion to the story there that, to me, was feels good, even though he died, which sucks.
0: I even felt a little sad killing (laughs) him. Fuck.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Now that we're being serious, so the whole time the funeral's going on, uh, Nex is there, but he's like way back in the shadows, uh, assuming that everyone would be disturbed by
0: him taking parts. (laughs)
3: No. <laughs> the, I mean, it's, it's the face. You're kind of staring at the face of death, and it's at yeah. a funeral. So we thought. But yeah, once everybody leaves, he goes and is like, kind of moving through with his spear a little bit, yeah. and just kind of mutters to himself, like,
5: "You didn't even save leftovers."
0: Give me a perception check. <laughs> Terrible, but a twenty-one. Yeah, you don't, you don't find anything useful. <laughs> I didn't even think about that.
3: <laughs> Yeah, and he looks like maybe he's like measuring like a an arm bone, arm bone, and it's just like
0: no, it fits wrong. all wrong, all wrong,
3: uh, and then you know skulks away. Because <laughs> to him, death is meaningless. Well, meaningless, and yeah, it's it's a fast friend. Yeah. He stared at space for millennia, so he's just like, and he didn't know Will. He can give a shit less. Well, yeah, it's like first time.
0: <laughs> you know, like well, <laughs> next died millennia ago. Probably doesn't even remember how to feel weird about that. I mean, you know, I'm not trying to like judge your, like
3: act say how your character, but like, no, I know you're right. I mean, and he's been around like hordes of undead. Like death to him
0: has been a constant
3: companion. Just, yeah.
4: yeah,
0: and in fact, I, I kind of like the idea that they do burn bodies in calls Town <laughs> because, because they don't want to see people come back. Maybe they would, maybe they wouldn't, but they don't want to deal with that loss twice. Is there anything else Segorum would do that day? Segorum,
1: uh, he would he would have conveyed the information of exactly what transpired. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Billy Stitches was really Salabank. and Salabank is dead. Will Suture is dead, but the uh, the witches live. And they may continue to be a problem. As they
0: seem to have a personal grudge. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy blaming Sigorum for things he didn't do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good to know.
0: And <laughs> uh, I don't think I quite realized I was doing that. But I was I've been thinking about like, okay, with the witches, what's their motivations? Um, you know, they they saw the original four with their sister's body, right? But Minui's not here. Sir Dew's not here. Will's now dead.
1: If if I'm not mistaken, right? I I didn't actually have anything to do with the murder of their system. That was da- Bob or Dave. Dave killed it. Yeah. yeah,
0: Dave like n- like in his tidy white, he's bust out the door,
1: <laughs> three
0: fifty seven mag in hand, and popped her.
1: Well, I mean, I owe Dave this one. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I got this.
3: Well, Jake, you touched on this just before we started recording, but it's kind of funny that like, Minui took a darker path and, you know, as a war criminal, technically under, you know, custody. Yeah.
2: So, dude,
3: you know, decided to take the darker path and then died. Will chooses the good path and then dies. <laughs> And Sigoram this entire time hasn't really had, like, a good or bad path. And he's the lone man standing. Yeah, he's in the gray.
2: He's been very neutral this entire time, which is very interesting because I feel like Sigurum's character isn't necessarily neutral in general. I feel like he has a very strong moral line of this is good and I'm going to do good. But it's not necessarily, like, a moral line of Lawf- it's not like lawful good. It's just like a. This is what's lawful to me.
0: Here's the thing: you, when we get into these arguments, you can pick any character and argue that they are one of the nine.
1: That, that's true. And you can waste hours doing it. <laughs> I. Does does he seem to have a code? Absolutely. And, a, and a, yeah. a hardened lifestyle to back it up. Yes, but I think he's kind of found. Um. Value in lifestyles he's never gotten to live in, like, in his later years. Mm-hmm. He's found some philosophy. And that is giving flavor to that middle ground of both good and bad. He's done good things. He's done bad things. He's ordered and, and commanded very good things to happen and also very bad things to happen. And didn't think much about either of them beyond how to secure
0: yeah the results if it was a good thing was it just because it's a side effect of of winning you thought that that was the best way to win could be yeah and I'm, I'm sure it happened that way at least once you know the the Sagorum before the mountain is a very different person yes but you know that happens when you when you die and I, I think these are the kind of thoughts you'd probably have you know as you slept you know next probably much like will wanders around the night pencils yeah (laughs) yeah. (laughs) we're (sighs)
1: going streaking
2: it's a
0: it's a strange comfort to some in town that there's still someone that wanders the the night you know being weird (laughs) well i think (laughs) at least at least
3: from next perspective i mean he he spent as we said like all this time looking at death i think in many ways there's like a lot of abundant life in this town with everybody living you know their actual lives and eating and drinking together and mourning a death. And so I think he's just like creepier, not watching from the shadows, just watching people just it's living like t- their lives. It's like
0: TV. Yeah. Like if you haven't had TV for 3,000 years, fuck it. Reality TV's something. I'll watch Home Shopping Network or whatever. You know, nothing <laughs> else is on. He turns on Antique Roadshow. <laughs> <laughs> but on the next day, Does Sigorm try to get a team together? He does. He
1: makes flyers. uh, Help Wanted posters (laughs) and staples them all over town.
3: (laughs) Help help Wanted adventure in. (laughs) People in the track record with your party and they don't want in.
1: Pays trash, probably die. <laughs>
3: Glory?
0: Question mark.
1: <laughs> you want to be famous? You want to do heroic shit? Do you want to use ropes for unorthodox combat tactics? Do you like rock and roll?
0: You want to be on the wall next to Okie? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs>
3: oh,
0: oh,
1: oh, it's bad.
3: You're probably gonna <laughs> die anyways.
0: At least get a mural. Oh. I-, I think Will ends up on the wall. Motherfucker, no better. I, I think. I think the history of the town, I think that's too important. <laughs> well, the, the question is, uh, Bealsby has a mission. Yes. And he didn't sugarcoat it that it's probably batshit crazy. And it will start a series of events that can't be undone. The question is, can Sigorm rely on an undead selfish prick? You don't know that I'm a selfish prick. I know you are
2: <laughs> Yeah,
4: 100%, 100%. okay somebody fell in the hole and you couldn't get it open you tried once you couldn't get it open and then you just left
0: it's called the Adam maneuver <laughs>
4: <laughs> i think we know
3: <laughs> hey just because i didn't spend turns and turns of combat trying to save your warlock with my like plus one to medicine
4: we got her out the no.
3: It was a different campaign. <laughs> same, same And response. that one was
4: like, I'm, same, same
3: I'm gonna get from thrown in this fucking hole. <laughs> I barely know this lady. I tried.
4: And that's fine. But all I'm saying is, we kinda know. Whatever
0: whatever helps you sleep, man. <laughs> hey.
3: I listened to it yesterday. As far as Lottie knows, <laughs> a death blow her came her way and he shielded you and his shield like <laughs> that's, broke.
2: Hey, that's true. I don't know, man. I feel like each character you've presented us has been some shallow asshole.
4: (laughs) Like, I just...
2: And I know that, and I know that, because I also have a character type.
3: Well, I played a long-term... We played Curse of Strahd together, and in that (laughs) campaign, I was the one good person. You were, not They were absolute (laughs) shitheads, and I was the one good person, and I had to constantly be, like... The party babysitter. So listen, yeah.
0: Listen, my oracle was a was a good person for like the two hours she lived. I <laughs> well, thought she was a warlock. Yeah, whatever she was. I don't
4: know. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't live long enough to remember. Was she wasn't yeah. worth it. <laughs>
0: That's such a long time. Ago. All your let's, characters deserve to die. <laughs> let's not quibble. <laughs> but the, my my question is, can you rely on these guys?
1: Uh doesn't matter. Fair. Uh these Fogger. are the uh, these are the resources that Sigorm has at his disposal So this is
0: how we move forward These are the chess pieces Sigorum has
1: Yes Um I thought the flyer's bit was funny it, <laughs> it, More realistically Sigourm will probably just walk up To each of these three and be like Come on
4: <laughs> <laughs> No words just you're coming with me
1: <laughs> won't, won't Tell him much about it He's gonna let Billsby do the talking
3: That's fair Yeah <laughs> Yeah, I, don't, I don't I think next would just basically be like shrug and be like whatever
4: yeah lottie would be on board I mean
1: next has probably gotta go. I can't leave him here with these people for oh yeah it. yeah
5: <laughs> getting hungry
0: yeah every, every time like Gertie's gonna yell at you for something a character dies and she's like have to like wait till tomorrow like p- proper time <laughs> I've got to fucking yell at him he left the the skeleton alone. Baby Will died. Okay, you gotta like just let that go for a minute. <laughs> all right, you're all right, sweetie. You did say you'd shop around him, and then immediately <laughs> left him
3: there alone. <laughs> <him>. That's
0: true. <laughs> yeah, it happened. <laughs> in, in fairness, part of that was my fault,
3: but I also think like he probably would have said something to the orcs, and next probably would have hung out with the orcs. In fairness,
0: That's you smart. would have fought Salibank. Just it would you would have never had a chance um, for any backup because he would have tracked you down in town. At least this way there was a fighting chance to, to get reinforcements. So do the four of you meander over to a certain blacksmith shop?
2: I suppose I do.
0: I most definitely do. Show, Bealsby is waiting. And ultimately it's one of those things you gotta do so we can advance the campaign. I mean, otherwise we just wrap it up. <laughs> um, choo choo. Uh, and he's waiting for you guys. And uh, the blacksmith shop is lit. He's got torches and lights. Um. Ah, excellent. Come in, come in. Welcome. Uh, Lottie? Hi. (laughs) It is a pleasure to meet you, my friend. I am Billsby, the blacksmith.
2: It's very nice to meet you. My name is Tame.
0: Pleasure, pleasure. Have a seat. And, uh, he's kind of rearranged the room where there's a table. And in the middle of the table is a very well-done replica of the mountain. Like, not just the mountain itself, kind of the entire plane. And, like, you can see, like, there's a, a tiny Calls town. There's a tiny Barbican where Old Bones lives. The forest, the field, all the places you've been. Like, it's it's to scale.
2: Wow, this is cool.
0: Yes, it was a lot easier to build this one.
2: What do you mean by that?
0: Well, you... Well, uh, Sigorum knows, but perhaps the rest of you don't know, that Billsby was instrumental in helping design and build the mountain at the hmm. behest of... Is he talking in third person? Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll just assume he's sharing information that you guys could all be on the same page. Yeah, but he said Billsby was instrumental in. Yeah, but he's.
3: You're saying he's saying that? Yeah, I mean Sigourm knows his information. Like, um, it just sounds like somebody else is saying it. I'm sorry. Okay, confusing.
1: Red yeah. went into narrator
0: mode. A little, yeah. it's hard. Okay. It's hard to balance. He was still that doing sometimes. the voice kinda of, I don't well, know. Well, yeah,
2: because he like switched from like telling like, oh, I I was to well Billsby was.
0: I mean, in fairness, Bradley was instrumental in designing him out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I, but we don't care that much about Bradley right now. We care about Billsby. That's so fair. that's fair. I
0: just I, I was confused, I didn't
3: know listeners would he, be sorry.
0: Then Billsby realized that like probably the three of you don't know. So he will recount the entire history of, you know, the gods' war, his role in it, his role in helping build the mountain, the event, and then the eventual entrapment of all the, the devils and demons. And that he's the only one that got out.
4: Wow, what a story. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, thrilling.
2: My goodness, you've been through a lot, haven't you?
0: I think we all have. I mean I definitely have been through way more than all of you combined you, but yes you really can't trust wizards you really can't fuckers all of them <laughs> they always have an agenda agreed why don't you trust wizards gestures to himself ah yes That will be. An, I would love to hear that story sometime it wasn't quite the deal I thought I was making let me ask the, I know Sigourm's answer to this but the rest of you how badly do you want to leave this place?
2: I mean, it would be lovely to be able to leave and no longer be cursed.
0: What I am proposing is no less than the complete destruction of the mountain, the evacuation of all its people, and the complete and utter defeat of Ithistan.
3: The curse would end.
0: I feel perhaps it might. I in.
2: I do have a question. Of course. So, the mountain, we know that time is different here. Of course. So, when we break this curse, mm-hmm. and defeat Ivistin, and evacuate everybody, would we age like normal again?
0: My working theory is you would go back to the plains you came from.
2: And the timeline?
0: Well, I'm not totally sure. You would either go all to the same timeline and begin to age normally. Or if we were to gain control over certain items he has. Perhaps we could get all of you back to where you came from initially. Yeah. Understand Yvesant's greatest power is control of time. He has a device from the Gods War that we won through combat. And it uh, it provides absolute control over time. That is why nothing ages here. It is a device from the gods who are buried deep in the mountain. Uh, We—he did not initially control it. We won it in a great battle against other wizards from the opposing force. She titled herself uh, something, Goddess Chronica, or some foolish name. Uh, but her weapon was time. Control of it was a, a concept she discovered. And investin prized it greatly. And when we defeated and killed her, we took. Her device. He does not keep it with him? It is not something you can keep on you. It is a large device. Understand, most of the mountain that you can see is rock. Most of the mountain that you cannot see is machinery, art, cane, powers, cogs, gears. All of them hand-forged by one of the greatest blacksmiths that has ever lived.
3: Break your arm, jerk yourself
0: up. <laughs> 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 so I've that. had a long time to hone my craft. But and it is a machine that he jealously guards. And uh, in fairness, I do not know where the red door that leads into the mountain is. He hid it. But I do know a way to hurt him and begin the process. The mountain is not an original creation. He stole it. What you see is a copy of an actual place. He is using great magics to steal that mountain from a time and place where it will not be missed. Look at the map here. And like, you kind of got or look at the model here. And you see that like basically the the mountain itself, the demiplane is kind of a rough circle with the mountain in the middle and there's like various things, Callstown, the dam. There's even a place on the far side of the mountain that looks like a theme park. Now, look at the edge of the entire thing. You will see that there is one tower. Why do you think that is? Zoning laws? <laughs> it's <just> shit. <laughs> it is because Ivisin wishes to watch the end of the river because the end of the river leads to where he is storing an object of great power to keep the mountain in the shape it is in exactly. See, if he steals the mountain from a normal place the discrepancies will be noticed. But where he stole it from, it will not be noticed. The edge of the river, the waterfall leading over, is not oblivion. It is a pathway to where the mountain is from. That's why he snatched with I'm just saying that it's Adam.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So there's the frog Hemeth in the way too then, probably. (laughs) Who knows? Yeah.
0: Who knows what happens? Countless things have gone over the edge. Most water goes back to where it comes from. But he has stashed a very powerful object. And he needs that object to be there. Down the waterfall. And if you could gain control of that item, you could, one, break... Start breaking the machinery, if you will. It's a power source for him. It will start the process of of breaking the cogs in the machine will also deny him a power source, which you can then use to come back. Only to stop us. I will attempt to distract him. He may even not care. He is a mercurial being. He may think that you are not strong enough.
4: People underestimate me a lot, so I guess that's nothing new.
0: Do you feel whether uh, what you know of him? That he thinks the four of you would be a threat? No. I know different. I have seen others in the moment, where you have stood Sigourm, and they have broken, you have not. And I think if the three of you help this man, we can begin to defeat him.
5: Billsby, the sword, the chalice, I'm not giving that up.
0: I am not asking you to, but I am saying that I think our goals can align. The, the, the weaker his hold over this place is, the better the chances you are of finding those shards.
2: I mean, that makes sense to me.
5: Do you know where any are?
0: (sighs) Uh, In fairness, I do not know much about this. Uh, I have a feeling you know things about these shards that I do not. Um, Because we have not talked to each other in many episodes. Fair. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I have a theory. That Ivistan is not a wasteful man. He has locked the mountain behind the red doors, but he can move the door. I think he has moved that door behind a door he cannot open, where your chalice is. I think our goals are one and the same. You open the door to the chalice, I believe you will find the red doors that lead into the mountain. And if we can get in there, the devastation I could cause, I helped build it. I can help destroy it.
5: What's he going to do when we piss him off?
0: Hard to say. I will endeavor to keep him busy. He would have a much time harder time killing me than the four of you. And I have known him a very long time. I think I can talk him down from a few things. Keep him distracted here and there. It might even be better to pretend you are dead for a while. I will say this. Once we begin this path. There is no going back, and events will happen fast. You will all need to be ready, and I will help however I can. But that may not be the last pyre we see. But how much are you willing to risk to end this nightmare?
4: I going to look over at Segoram and just kind of judge his uh, demeanor and just ask, well, I I guess how much are we willing to risk?
5: It's gonna get bad. If you're not willing to die, now's the time to leave.
4: I mean, where I came from, I was in a lot of danger. And then I was sent here, kind of to protect me, but I didn't really have a say in it. And so, I mean, it's not really any different from where it came from, I guess. If I can survive this, maybe I'll have more of a chance when I go back.
2: I have been here for many, many years. I cannot tell you how long. Um, specifically. But I would very, very much so like to go back home that means I'm risking my life in that endeavor. I'm risking my life in that endeavor.
0: I know myself I would risk it all to wipe that smock smile off his face one time. One time. I would like to feel flesh
3: upon my bones again. But death true death is
5: just as fine as well. I don't know what I want but I know I can't I cannot stop. I have to.
0: Then you will need a boat. And I just so happen to have. And more importantly, it will need to fly. <laughs>
4: a flying boat?
0: And the camera pans. And we see our four heroes hop into a very large, well built canoe. With oars. Beautifully constructed. And in the middle of this canoe on the ground is a large metal circle spires with magical energy radiating off of it. And Billsby says, when you fall, you will not fall. The canoe will float down. You will be able to control the flight. You will get down safely. And from there, you must seek out the source of power, gain control of it, and destroy it. And then use that power to get back here. Simple, no? Simple. Tony, thumbs up. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck, my friends. And we see them push the canoe off into the river. And start heading downstream. On a familiar voyage. At least a sigorum. That he's seen before. Reminiscent of a short cruise he took on the downeaster Alexa. Where we start to see a familiar tower in the distance. As we draw closer, we see a very shiny object at the foot of the tower. It's a woman lounging in a chair with some sort of reflective thing fanning the sun like into her face. And as you get closer, Sigorum, it's one of the witches.
1: Fuck. <laughs> Well, better now never. Fuck it. Let's go. <laughs> and,
0: and she kind of whistles. And at that point, like, Ivestin sticks his head up from the top of the tower. Are the four of you going on a voyage?
5: You are not invited.
0: Oh, that's a shame. You you know that that's the end of the river, right? Call you, it. You're going to die. Fine. Bro! <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> <Dude. laughs> Did Bealsby tell you that that led somewhere? (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. I gave him a cold shoulder And then next to him, the other woman walks up and whispers something into his ear. He's like, oh, goodness, that's filthy. (laughs) I hate him so much. This fucking guy. (laughs) Well, all right, if that's what you want. And you see him point a finger down and a green beam erupts from his finger and hits the boat shattering it into a million pieces. And the four of you are swept over the side. Blackness. We hear the sound of whistling. As if something is falling through the air. And Sigourm, you feel... groggily. But then something slaps you incredibly hard. Ugh! Yar, Sigourm! I need you to wake up now! And Sigourm... As you snap back to consciousness, you're falling. Free fall through the sky.
1: Not my best element.
0: And as in front of you is Captain Griswold.
1: I'm dead, right?
0: And he's falling with you.
1: He must be doing this a while.
2: (laughs) Uh,
0: and And you're looking and you see all sorts of shit falling with you. Fishes, wreckage, boats. Um, but you see the downeaster Alexa off to the side. Vision's starting to get very hard, though. It's very smoky here. Something's going on. And as you're looking around, you see random-ass bones flying everywhere. Is, is that Nexus Spear? And then something bumps against you. It's the top half of Thame's body. And looking behind you, you see, also falling through the air, a frog hemoth. Who then proceeds to pop Lottie into his mouth. Roaring. And it starts to use its, like, tentacle arms to swim towards you. And the captain like focus! Focus, son! We got a problem. Do you have a way to fly? No. And if you look around, the boat's gone. But flying in the air is the metal circle. Maybe. Ah, then it's a chance we'll have to take tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and at that point, we see Sigorum, the bodies of the rest, Captain Griswold, the boat, and the frog Hemoth all land on top of a mountain, or should we say Volcano. We'll see you on the next episode of Adventurer's Vault the Mountain Tail. You have some weird death fetish, don't you, <laughs>
3: fucking freak?